Welcome to the Shelter Footy Cast. Will Schofield, Mark Reddings, taking you through all the big stuff in the AFL of the week gone by and coming up ahead. Skeeter, we've got a Patreon now, mate. Are you excited? I've never heard the term Patreon, but I'm on board with you, Scoey. If you take me to the promised land, I'm there. VIP content, discounts, and much more. Backchatstudios.com.au to sign up as a VIP. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Well, if there's nothing better on a Monday morning than sitting down and recording the Shelter Footycast, <laughs> Back Chat Studios with Mark Reddings, I don't think there is anything better. Skeeter, how are you? Hello, Scully. Welcome back from the Gold Coast. I know uh, you love that beautiful part of the world. It's one of my favourite places. And yeah, huge weekend. So much sport happening. Yes. At footy, almost like a, an adjunct to everything else we're looking at. And, and did, cricket- you, did you have like a big multi-screen set up at home? You're home alone at the moment. I'm home alone and I've just learnt a lesson, good, important lesson on the weekend. What is what? Don't drink and tweet because... Uh, oh, what have you done? Well, nothing major, but it was about 1.30. Might have been closer. <laughs> <laughs> about 1.30 on, on Friday night. Um, and I just put out a tweet saying, Ben Stokes had just declared. Um, I said, look, great declaration. I said, only one team can win the match I now. read this tweet. On the, on the presumption. I think I'll take a couple of wickets. Anyway, I put that down. I thought, oh, I didn't think anything further of it, but... I didn't racially, sexually, religiously vilify anyone. No. But you would have thought uh, I was the greatest numpty in the history of the world. I was called, I was champed about three times but about, ma- about making such an early call. Well, oh, so you're not allowed to do that? No, no, apparently I not. read it and told Dan, because <laughs> I just took everything you say as gospel, Skeeter. I, just, I saw it and said, well, apparently England can only win. Skeeter said it. Well, well, put it this way. I said only one team can win. And at this stage, I'm still right. Well, okay. I'm so, not wrong, put it that way. Right. <laughs> Not yet, you aren't. And we've found that out here on yeah. the Shelter Footy Cast. And yes, I'd had seven shelters, <laughs> eight bourbons. Well, Gold Coast was a good trip skater too. Shelter footy. I feel, I feel like the bloke that, that fought Tim Zoo, I reckon, at the end of... <laughs> oh, Campo. <laughs> Campo. You felt like at him at the end of the first round. Well, Unconscious. Well, yeah, Saturday morning it was anyway. Socials, uh, Shelter Footy Cast. Follow us over there. Footycast at shelterbrewing.com.au if you want to get an email in to us. We've got a few things to go through as usual today. Skeeter, the thirsty camel clang... Clangor of the week. Don't run out of your favourites. Grab your shelters at Thirsty Camel and Froth Town. It's moving closer, Skeeter. August 18 and 19 at Claremont Showgrounds. We can get a few shelters into you there, I reckon. Got a big marquee set up, the Shelter Boys. Down Have they? The yeah, well, with all due respect to anything to do with alcohol until until, <laughs> le- until at least Friday on Barley's. <laughs> and then you're going to yeah, <laughs> reload straight back on it. <laughs> Froth.town and get your tickets over there. All right, the big moments of the round, Skeet. Look, I, I can't move past the Fremantle uh, performance on the weekend. I've been banging on and flag metal this and flag metal that and they're back and they're moving in and they're moving up and they've got their stars back and they got their mojo back. They don't. They were pathetic. Yep. And I'm going to be honest with you, that was poor, uh, equal, biggest, worst performance under losing margin under Justin Long. In fact, it was the greatest losing margin. Oh. I think their worst performance this year and, and for a while. Now, inside 50 counts, 68 to 44. The skill centre clearance is 16 to 6. They got absolutely smashed. Uh, everywhere you looked, their skill level was poor. They looked like they had cement boots on. 
It was a really disappointing performance. I mean, now this is not specifically at the forwards, but you know, I think there were guys like Michael Walters kicked a goal, but he, Amos, Sturt, uh, Tracy, Banfield, all under 10 possessions. Bear in mind, only 44 inside 50s, and that wasn't the key. That wasn't the only reason they were. But a lot of players not getting hold of the footy. The buy, whatever happened after the buy, they've certainly fallen away. Well, we spoke about the buy at the time, saying it was it came at a bad time given the momentum that they had. And now look at the momentum they don't have. Richmond, smack them at home. GWS made them look silly. Um, they had 21 inside marks inside 50 GWS in a game. And Jesse Hogan was a laid out. Yeah, yeah, correct. Well, not Peter. Uh, Riccardi, <laughs> Riccardi, yeah, Riccardi, Riccardi. Kicked, maybe five, six five. goals. I think he kicked a handful, kicked a bag against West the Dockers. And uh, he's done it against West Coast too. Yeah, so he's done it, I think, at, at Optus Stadium. So he's a slightly underrated player. Toby Green, just, just uh, great to watch. And Who Josh played Kelly, on him? Well, Luke Ryan initially, I think, but at the end of the day, they, they didn't have, Brandon Walker, I think, spent some time remember with we, Remember we spoke about yeah. this? So I don't know how to match up on. I thought Luke Ryan was still the best. I think he kicked three in the first half and Luke had... had um, had the role on him. He's a superstar. He's, he's a gun. And, and Josh Kelly, by the way, he was another coming back from, from injury. Another, and you know, comes from great DNA. With all due respect to GWS, I don't think they're well beaters. Nah. So uh, that's even worse for Fremantle. They're going to, uh, their Monday meeting will be happening right now. There'll be a lot of, but yeah. I, look, I know a lot of people have right, written them off and I've certainly been one to be really holding on to them. But I, I don't, I don't know what you do after a performance like that? Do you, you know swing the changes? Do you, you know, are you reaming, are you going hard at them? Are you are you reflective? Are you putting it, you know, as a coaching group, are they putting it on themselves? How they're prepared? Are they putting it on the players? There'll be a lot of questions asked. Uh, we might have some answers next weekend, but probably not before then. A couple of other big moments, Skeeter, around not in the football, as you said, the uh, the Ashes going over in England. You spent a bit of time covering that, mate. Yes, Kawaja, his first uh, one hundred in England. He's putting your tweet under a bit of pressure. Oh, I'm glad. I'm happy to be proven wrong. I always, just in an overview, I think the team batting last is going to have trouble scoring, um, you know, on the final day, even though it's been a slow road. But yeah, it's been a great, it, it's a great atmosphere. The, the test cricket over there at Edgbaston, the crowd, the Holly Stand gets so engaged and they're sledging. They, they, were, they, were, they were potting Australians about our connection with Rolf Harris. It was like... Well, some really, you know, ca- cutting quite close to the bone with some of the stuff. But there was the, there was, you know, is it too early to go with our, um, our, our clanger our, of, of the week? No, absolutely not. Um, Thirsty Camel clanger of the week. Yeah, Ollie Robinson. Yes. You know, he's bowling 125Ks an hour, so he's sort of just over medium pace. And then, and look, he, he got the wicket of Usman Khawaja. Yep. But Uzi had scored 140 at that Off stage. Off about 500. Yeah, so you think, anyway, he gave him a send-off. I personally... Don't really care. It's the ashes. I mean, if, if you tell me to F off on the way through, well, yeah, fair quarter. You've got the yes. wicket. But at the end of the day, just remember that it might come back your way. So, look, he might be fine. Clanger of the week, bit of Ollie Robinson, only because being a dickhead, really, he's he's, he's taken the wicket of Kawaja on 141. Yes. And then he's come out today and said, well, you know, the Aussies have done it all the time. So we're just oh, giving really? so hey, he's double hey, down. He's double down. Yes. It's a clanger. But I like it because, you know what, it shows the bloke. He doesn't give a toss. I mean, he's been done before for tweeting racially, sexually, misappropriate stuff. So, right, so um, he's a flog. He's Thirsty. a pie thrower. Okay, great. He's a pie thrower. He's a flog. <laughs> Thirsty Camel Clanger on the week goes Ollie Robinson, <laughs> your flog. Uh, and the final he one. Tim, hear this. Tim, t- t- yeah, well, he might. Tim Zoo. 
Uh, I was over at the Gold Coast. Yeah, let's say, say 70 seconds, and you were happy with the, the, the whole thing? Well, you asked me before we got on here. Look, we, there was a fight before, Sam Goodwin. Uh, Goodman, I should say. is the Aussie champ. He had a 12-rounder the fight before. And uh, look, I'm not a massive boxing guy, but watching that fight, the atmosphere was very – like everyone was very intent in watching it. Whereas when Tim Zhu knocked out this bloke, who's a good fighter, Ocampo, he ravaged him. Like he was chasing him around the ring and just – to see, I hadn't seen something like that, like a, a one-on-one battle where like Tim Zhu, the Aussie, who, who will now go on and fight this a huge fight in Vegas now against a guy called Carlos... Um, uh, uh, it's a No, uh, yeah, hit the button, please. Yeah, no, hit the button. No, Thank you. When did he go across the car to be the boxing Charlo, expert? Charlo, there you go, Charlo. <laughs> Not boxing experts, guys. Just covering the fight. Uh, Charlo's. He'll fight him in Vegas now. Huge. Biggest yeah. fight in Australia has been in ever um, in boxing. So is he better than his old man now? Uh, he will be, yeah. 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 Uh, fighting this fight as long as it gets accepted. But to see him like running around and absolutely bashing at this. And, and then the guy, the guy's a good fighter. Was it a better atmosphere? You know, I were at the at RAC Arena for the bit, UFC. bit different. Um, that was feral. But it would have been like... For good. Uh, yeah, it would have been like... Yeah, you were having some fun in the bar that day as well. It would have been like uh, Volkanovski knocking out um, old mate Islam in the first. Wow. Like, yeah, it was pretty cool. Anyway, um, got on the plot. Six-hour six final hour. Don't complain on me, brother, when you've been at the, the Burley Pavilion for half your trip. <laughs> That's a very good call, Skeeter. <laughs> I did see a plaque up there. Mark Reddings was here. Uh, <laughs> Will Schofield, Mark Reddings, Shelter Footy Cast. Now, our tipping, Skeeter. Well... Mate, I went. I went okay this weekend. You had a shock. I think you got five out of six. I know I got five out of six. Well, you got four because you wanted Brisbane by plus fifty. I mean, we can only be fair. You roughly, you didn't get your. That's roughy. a roughy. No, but that's the tips. Our tips, yeah. So let's let's not try and reinvent the wheel. Let's go through them. I got three. So Did you really? yeah, I was, yeah. Well, I, I, I like I, you know other, other people on this podcast. So I picked an actual roughy. Not I'll have what the favourite Geelong by seven points or something. Yeah. No, yeah. Well, you're, you're miles off. So you're 44 points, <laughs> 44 points away from victory. Yeah, 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 yeah. West Coast have the bye. Let's not talk about them. No. Let's move on. GWS defeat Frio by 70 points. Start with the West Australian side. Skeeter, um, Frio, uh, uh, four wins, two losses against sides above them on the ladder. I don't know where GWS sat before this game. They're two wins and four losses against sides below them. So they're actually yeah. performing against sides sitting above them when there's a challenge. Yeah, and now they're 13th on the ladder. They're a game and a pretty... Hefty percentage behind Adelaide in eighth spot. And so off the back of that, you're saying they're two games outside the gate. We're at round, what, 12 or 13. It's, a, it's all over the shop with the, the, the buys. But Can they make finals from here? No. I just don't think... You know, the, the buy, you might be able to play to this or answer this. It's happened to so many sides after the buy. Geelong historically have had an issue yeah. after the buy. But wh- wh- why do you think there's been clubs unable to play good footy after they have that weekend off? Yeah, I know it's not every side, but in my experience, it's a break in routine and schedule, and 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 you know that that's not an excuse. I just feel like whenever, we, you know, we as West Coast when I was playing would perform poorly, it, it, you know, you get your four days off, and that's good, but but then you sort of your next week's a bit weird because you don't play the game the next weekend, and then. You train normally as if you had played. It's just a different week, and so I think it usually takes these sides that don't. Uh, perform well a few weeks to get back now you know some sides do perform well so is that a mentality thing is it a training thing I don't know but clearly Frio 
you know, post buy. Oh, maybe maybe the performances pre buy we overestimated them. No, I don't think so. I don't think we over- I thought they played good footy. I don't think we can take diminish what they did pre buy. But yeah, look, they had the, the same suspects, Brayshaw and Sarong tried really hard. They've only um, won one first quarter this year. That's been the issue. Yeah. Hundred, you absolutely no. Forget this year. Go back to last yeah. year as well, Scoey. They they struggle now. Is that on the coaching department? Is it? on the players themselves, there, there's something missing as to how they start matches. And you know what it's like. I mean, you're down four goals to one or five goals to one at quarter time. It turns the game into a, yeah. You're playing catch-up. It's hard. And, you know, that's exactly how it was And on on the weekend. They say their skills were, were, you know, Hayden Young, for instance, a beautiful kick. Yep. Um, on the boundary, came in with an inside ball, which, you know, they're trying to, create something which you have to do when you're down you of course to no it. i totally get that totally get that but but that's the issue he he's he's turning it over um yeah it was he's that probably one of their best kicks yeah some some of the skills uh they couldn't keep their feet uh lockie schultz said to us on 6pr was the you know probably the worst performance he's been involved with at female oh, which is like saying that, something. that would be they would be soul searching a bit because when when that happens and you have expectation externally and you have expectations internally, and, and you've come off some good performances, and you have the buy, and you have a loss against Richmond, right? And that happens in footy, you lose. To then go and just get a, lot, a hell of a lot worse, you then think, you do a lot of why. Like, you know, as much as you'd like to, to, to say it, you know, that you know the reason. I don't know if they'd know the reason why that performance happened. So no. that's what you want to, you want to find out very quickly, why did that happen? So we don't do that again. So there'd be a lot of guys thinking, you know, why did that happen? So look, clearly disappointing. Uh, I asked you the question whether they can make finals. I think they still can make finals, but they're on their very last leg skater. Mate, they're, they're effectively two games at the eight. Very last and leg skater. Can I ask you this? Who are they going to replace? Very last leg skater. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't no. know. I, honestly, I think it's just to hope that West Australian footy doesn't have two dud teams. Mate, it's a year. tough Seriously. year for, for us to try and sell hope. For anything, and you hitch your wagon to West Coast making the finals and Fremantle going really well. Yes, that uh, was no. Well, the, the the Eagles thing's obviously a disaster, and, and now Fremantle. I'm not doing predictions next year. How about yes, that? You are. No, yeah, I'm right. not doing them. I don't. Why I'm not? not. No, I'm off I'm them. Not, I'm not bagging you for it because you know what? If you've got an I've opinion, got, I've got no control over these these bloody teams. I back them in. I give them a chance, and they just they put it straight up me. Yeah. Well, that's welcome to my world. Predict um, this. Of punting. Yeah. See you later. <laughs> Um, there you go. There's the West Australian side of things. Let's get into the rest of the round. Mark Reddings, Will Schofield, Shadow Footycast. Thursday night footy, it's back, Skeeter. We love it. Port Adelaide defeat Geelong by 38 points. Oh, you know what? I miss my clanger. I miss my clanger. Thirsty Camel clanger of the week Which before I move on. Is- Don't worry about your favourites. Grab your shelters at the Thirsty Camel. Fremantle Dockers fans, go and load up in the shelters because you're going to have to drown your sorrows. That, those sort of performances from a side... That yes, I predict to be top four. I think I even said top two at one stage. Six and zero, they'd be. Thirsty Camel Clanger of the Week, the Fremantle Dockers. It is just, As a collective. It is just putrid. Yeah. You can't perform like that when you have such expectation. I think the playing group and the coaching group have succumbed to the expectation. People said that they're going to have a good, this year, good year this year, and they haven't been able to do it. Not even close. No, well, it's it, you know not saying you're already starting to plan for next year, but find, finding where they need to improve their list and and what they need to do to get better. But yeah, that's fair enough. And one team that has improved out of sight from last year is Port Adelaide, and uh, they were challenged really strongly by Geelong. Yeah. at half time, my, my, uh, down by my twenty roughy, points or, or plus uh, during that that first half. But their second half just showed us exactly why they are, if not premiership favourites, certainly joint. It was a a really 
Good team effort, I thought. They're an incredibly efficient side. They sit 17th before this game in average possessions, average marks. The metrics that some people like to use for, you know, good teams, they don't, they don't, they don't load up with the footy. They don't, you know, handball it around and get cheap touches. They are deadly. They're efficient. They come through the middle of the ground. They're aggressive. They attack. It's really hard to defend. It's really hard to defend someone when they have 14 touches and 10 of them are score involvements. So that was Sam Pelpepper this week. I know Darcy Byrne-Jones was that. Um, Sam Pelpepper turning himself... Well, he's been forward for a couple of years now, but turning himself into like all Australian... Best season. Yeah, yeah. Comfortably. If East Perth boy... Uh, Get, went across. A bit of talk he might come back to WA. But he, was bit, they yeah. all look as if they're, they're really enjoying their footy. I mean, you think of someone like Dan Houston, who, you know, 31 touches at the weekend. Rosie's a gun, we know that. And then Jeremy Finlayson, uh, look, he, given the what's going on off, off the field with him and his wife and, and her her health, that is quite an extraordinary effort to come out and do what he does on a pretty regular basis and, and to kick, what, he kick four on the weekend. Yep. It's a... It's a huge effort. So, no, Port Adelaide, they're actually enjoyable to watch. And let's just hope that, from their perspective, they don't uh, cough it up in September. They're going to be finishing top two and top four at the worst. Geelong? Yeah. Uh, it, just Dangerfield quick shout-out to Paddy yeah. Dangerfield with, with the lungs and the ribs to play on. I don't know if you've ever done yeah, something like that and, and been able to play on. Yeah, I don't know how he played on. Is it, yeah, so full credit to him. He's a, he's a super player, obviously a, an absolute champion of the game. But, yeah, they... They fell away so badly in the second half. This just from, looks to me like a, a team that on their day can and they can play really good footy and be as good as any, but I just don't think they're able to. They, I just think that the belly, after the work they did to win a premiership last year, the belly is comfortable, it's full, and I just don't know if they've got yeah, that the, desire. The hunger, the hunger is certainly difficult to replicate. Absolutely. I've, I've been in the position and you can, you can roll out what you want in the media and you can say that we're doing this, we're doing that. The fact of the matter is, you win a flag, and for some of these guys, that's all they've ever wanted. In and, that, and for ten years, because yeah. they'd been challenging but not winning, then to get to the summit, it's it's human nature yeah, yeah. to go right, exhale. Yeah. Uh, then how can you how can you keep that level or when that seventeen sustained? other teams in the comp going? I'm going to rip your head off, and exactly. you're not. You need to be at that level to win a premiership, and you need to be at it all the time. That's why the the great sides that have done it multiple times. That's why that's so impressive to me. Um, I'm not surprised, but I did picture long to uh, win the premiership again this year. So another prediction down the gurgler. Brisbane defeat Sydney by sixteen points. This is Friday night footy. Um, Sydney were better than I thought they'd be, to be honest. And Brisbane, um, you know, they didn't blow them out of the water um, at what they do at the Gabbard sometimes. Look, Brisbane had some young players playing, which I think people and fans yeah. of Brisbane would be impressed with. Jasper Fletcher, uh, the father-son lad, of course. And they had a couple of other young boys running around. I, I think, um, you know, with Zorko and the like coming out of the side, that's probably a real positive for Brisbane. Yeah, me, I mean, you think of Gunston and Rich. We talked about that last week. They've oh, stood themselves down. And I... And I, I Tend to agree. Anyway, that that's done. But the fact that Dunkley's able to, to continue playing the way he is with, with twenty eight touches, Lockie Neal twenty nine. So they're they're the they're the, the, the fire starters for the, the Brisbane mids. Um and as you say, Jasper Fletcher, son of, and of yep. course Will Ashcroft, son of. Uh kicked the goal. Kicked the goal. So look, I'll be totally honest, it wasn't an overly convincing performance by by no. Brisbane. It was a pretty solid performance by Sydney. Swans are out of contention. Brisbane um, are just ticking along. Their test will come this week when they go to take on the Saints. But yeah, it's I think at the Gabba always difficult to beat. Uh, but but Brisbane probably 
Yeah, yeah, they're certainly a, a fair way short of the of the top couple of teams at the cop at the moment. Uh, my ja- my boy Jack Buller, yeah, the two didn't touch, have yeah. many touches, did he? No, nah, he had a couple of touches. It's a big step up. Hopefully, he gets another chance at it and um, goes again. Brisbane get that done. Convincingly against the Sydney side, Richmond defeats St Kilda by twenty points. Uh, a bit of a fight back by Richmond after St Kilda started in the wet. Um, look, St Kilda have been really competitive this year, and they they haven't been blown out by really anyone. Like Hawthorne beat them, but they they were in that game. They just their their, their performances. And I think if you look at the graph, I think it's win loss, win loss, win loss for yeah. a large part of this season. And they really got away to a flyer against the the Tigers on on Saturday night and. Have to say, I was a bit concerned for Trent Cochin. Of course, his 300th game. And, but, but once, the, you know, the weather, obviously, a bit like at Optus Stadium the week before, Richmond able to, to surge. And my man, Shea Bolton, yes. uh, only 18 touches with three goals. Uh, he's he's playing some beautiful football. Trent Cochin, easier froth, easier, easier froth frothy. Down. Easier frothy moment. He, he's pretty frothy on his 300. Oh, good, well, good on him. As I say, 300 games. And he's back playing. I mean, McWalter, the caretaker coaches. Decided that, hang on, Trent, Trent you made your name as a, as a mid, he's, he's, and he's played more, more midfield minutes. He had uh, 19, eight, eight contested possessions, three clearances, three inside 50s and two goals. Yeah, and look, I think this will be his last year. That's my gut feeling. Mm. Maybe not, but uh, Richmond, tell you what, they're not going to make the, the eight, I don't think. But if they did, they're the team that you'd get very nervous about playing, wouldn't you, you in, know, in September? You know what? We've doubled up here in the Froth Town, uh, Frothy moments. Although I frothed uh, Tim Zoo just absolutely yeah, belting did. the absolute living daylights out of Ocampo in the Gold Coast on the weekend, Tim Taranto, I could not be frothing him any harder. He's getting close to being top five Brownlow favourites. 38 and the a goal. Way, the way he's, I think, since the moment uh, Kane Corns, Kane Corns, Corns his wrote him off, 38 touches, 10 tackles, 6 clearances and a goal. He's putting together one of the all-time seasons, and you love to see it. I'm frothing over Tim Trent. Yeah, well, Kano is, is starting to channel some of what you and I do, and that's make bold predictions, write someone off, and they come back and just bite you on the yeah, ass. And then you go, oh, look, look I've, 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 uh, I've inspired, I've inspired him. him to his greatest. <laughs> to get a final way to the club, Kano. <laughs> that's very good. Uh, so, yeah, Rich, we get it done. And, like, it's not a surprise. I mean... Um, you picked him. I didn't. I picked St Kilda. Yeah, well, but I'm surprised. I did say to you, and you, you actually alerted me to this, uh, might have been start of the year, Tigers, a club like Richmond, so intent on honouring their champions in milestone matches. That's why I picked Richmond. Yeah. And not so sure. you can thank me. Well, I just can't believe you. Can you thank didn't, me? Didn't, oh, thank you. Why, why, Thanks, didn't, why didn't just follow your own advice? Yeah, well, that would, that would, <laughs> that would I'll tell you what, be a good decision. Haven't made many of those recently. Carlton defeat Gold Coast by 59 points. Gold Coast Suns, back to the back to the ten goals against Carlton, who can't couldn't beat anyone. Couldn't beat an egg. They couldn't kick over seven <laughs> goals for a month, of which I think I tipped them almost every week. They've kicked eighteen goals, twelve oh. to absolutely obliterate uh, a team I will call at the MCG the Washington Generals. So do you, you know who the Washington Generals are? Obviously, well, I've, I've, well. Harlem Globetrotters used to play against a team called the Washington Generals. They right. were like they were like uh, witches hats. Really, just basically there for. There for amusement. Right, so they would just run out and the Hull and Globetrotters would play them and, and just put balls around them. And to me, the Gold Coast Suns, a bit like that. I mean, they kicked 2-6 up to quarter time and then absolutely blown away by a team that hasn't been able to score for the best part of two months. Um, and look, Paddy Cripps, really good on a, on a serious note to see him getting back. Three goals, I think. Yeah, three goals. Mackay kicked three, Kerno two. I mean, this is the sort of Carlton that we've grown to see. I mean, does it mean anything from Carlton? A nine-goal quarter. Yep, yep. going. Yeah, but given what Gold Coast put out there from week to week, I don't think this means everything, anything, mate, because you don't know what you're going to get their from form, Gold Coast. Their form was actually okay, but bear in mind, 
It wasn't the MCG. It wasn't in Melbourne. What I will say is, when you say it doesn't mean anything, what it does, and you'll admit this, is when you have a win like that, a bit of belief, and just even if it's a team, a bit like when the Dockers beat Hawthorne yes. here, to, to just get momentum on your side as opposed to, you know, hearing the crap spoken about you. So I, I'm not saying this is the, the turnaround moment for the season for them, but I, I think it is good for the club, for Michael Voss to say, okay, what we're doing is, and I think they're playing a more attacking brand, even when they've been beaten. I, I, they haven't been haven't been blown away too often. Is, is that? Yeah. No, I know we, we're trying to... They've, I'm kicked, trying to they've a, kicked their way out of games. I'll put, I'll put it that yeah, way. Yeah, so I mean, six fifteen. They haven't been accurate in front of goal. And you can do it a few times, but if you do it regularly, like you won't beat sides. So no. they've done that on three or four occasions and you win those games and then, you know, probably the conversation and the rhetoric's different. But I, I take absolutely nothing out of this game, to be really honest. I, I don't think Gold Coast have a winning culture. They don't have enough people in that club that know how to win. And I would say the same for Carlton, to be brutally honest. I don't think they have a winning culture either. So I think the matchup in itself held no value and I'll take absolutely no, nothing from it. Who did you tip? Don't even know. <laughs> I tip the Gold Coast Suns. Who I pick? I pick Carlton. You go, you they go. win? Yeah, they That won. was the only one you got wrong on the weekend. Yeah. Well done. Yeah. Western Bulldogs defeat North Melbourne by 21. <laughs> Bulldogs hold off a fight from the, uh, from the ruse late. Uh, it was a high-scoring game, this one. I watched this intently as I was uh, travelling from... Uh, oh, yeah. From the, no, I did. Did from, you really? From the casino to the airport and sat in the airport where Virgin... Wouldn't let me into their lounge. Tell you what, Virgin Australia, don't fly from the Gold Coast to Perth. I'm a platinum member. Let me in, Skeet. Pissing me off. You did say prior to this uh, Shelter footy car starting, I'm not going to uh, pot. Well, you know what? Virgin. I am. Okay? I am. Because I just wanted to go in the lounge, have some dip, have some cheese, have some, some sort of platter, right? Have a Coke out of the fridge, right? And... Nah, can't come in. No one in there. I could see in there. There was no one in there. Yeah, but you don't, you're not flying with them at that stage. So. I understand. I flew I flew multi-city to get to Gold Coast on the way in, and then I wanted to get home direct, and they don't offer it, Skeet. So how do I fly with you, Virgin, if you don't offer the flight? And you've put away the A330s. You've put away the big planes. They don't exist anymore. You don't fly them to Perth anymore. So we, you basically flew back on the, on the plane that we went in Bustleton, did you? Yeah, correct. <laughs> that, is, that is right. The, 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 the double-engine Cessna. Cessna, Cessna with the two seats in the back. That's what it felt like, Skeet. Oh, that would have been funny. And you would have been pissed. And you wouldn't have been... Uh, Dan would have been like... You would have been giving him an earful about why, why we can't get Dan it. sat behind me, actually. We sat in different seats. I'd... Anyway, while you're watching it, a uh, guy called Cody Waitman. Uh, yeah, that was good. Seven goals. Yeah. One uh, of them, one of them on Griff Lowe, our good friend here at Backchat. Took a hang. Big hang on him, and he wasn't happy about it either because it was a good one. He took another one a bit later as well. I did watch this intently, actually, Skate. But Bulldogs were impressive to the most part. Um, they threw Aaron Norton back, which is a big talking point of the night. Uh, That's been a talking point for a while for, for Bevo to see if he can get Norton back to, to give him a bit more steel in defence because they, they've got the tool options in, in attack as it stands, haven't they? Yeah. But how, how did that play out? So they, they lost uh, Liam Jones. He broke his arm. Looks like he's broken his forearm. They lost Tim O'Brien in the first quarter. So they had to make it forced. Um, look, I've seen a bit of coverage this morning saying that people were impressed. He's not a backman, unfortunately. Um, he, he is a competitor and can compete, but he, but he lacks any real craft as a backman. And I've played him, played on him as him as a forward. He's a, he's a he's a gun forward. Unfortunately, you don't put your gun forwards behind the footy. As much as I love backmen and, and defences, you, you don't put your best players in the back line. Well, any any time that you can see an an Aaron Norton fly for the footy and take the marks he does inside attacking fifty, I think to me that screams it, out he's a. He'd have to spend 
six to ten weeks figuring out what it looks like behind the footy. It's just a different game. Like it's you can't fly for your marks like that unless you figure it out. Like Jeremy McGovern does. You got to play a very different type of footy, and and that's all good. But you have to play there for a long time. You can't just go back there and start playing. So look, he competed well. I wasn't that impressed. I'd be putting him forward next week straight away. Yeah, I mean, it was a stock standard. It was a lot more like a, a you know vanilla victory. Twenty one points. North Melbourne, to their credit, I think they're getting sick of the word gallant, but they have been gallant in defeat yeah. so many times this year. Which I suppose the West Coast Eagles would like that term uh, attached to them. Uh, by the way, you mentioned Gov. Yes. Playing this week, is yeah, I think so. Gut yep. feeling, yeah. They're going to have they're going to have a lot of players back. West Coast, McGovern, Barras will come back. Cripps could come back. Cripps, yeah. There's some names. I've heard there's nine players uh, that could come back Available. into the side this this week. So I'm trying to think of who the other ones are, but they're they're good players because yeah, they haven't wow. been playing. Jack no. Darley, you know, he was in last week. Jack played, so well they need it. They're playing Sydney. We'll talk about that later in the week. But that's uh, that's good for the Eagles. Uh, we haven't had to talk about them too much, thankfully. Although they're, they're the chairman's come out and said they're not going to win the wooden spoon. Uh, the alignment with uh, an, a waffle club still uh, they're looking for because their waffle team is so poor. So. Right. So that's so wait. So I saw I saw in the paper somewhere that West Coast will not finish bottom. That's Paul Fitzpatrick. Yes, he's come out and said that. No, What's no. the reasoning behind it? Oh, he thinks they're going to win enough footy in the back half with those players coming back. So, uh, well, you know what? I don't mind that. I mean, over here, if we say something in the media, oh, you know, you're a goose. Eddie Maguire, <laughs> who came out and he, he talked about priority picks for the Eagles last week on Footy Classified. I mean, yes. he said next year, if they're still no good, give it to them. There's no chance the Eagles are going to get a priority pick this year or next, in my opinion. But anyway, I, I, I like having, you know, we are in the opinion-based business. He's come out, Paul, and said, we're not going to win the wooden spoon. Well, okay, hand over to the players. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's aggressive. I like, yeah, you know what? Um, you've, you've swung me, Scott. <laughs> I thought hard after your weekend on the Gold Coast. It was like the hangover part three. Little Schofield, Mark Redding, Shelter Footycast. Thirsty Camel Clanger of the Week. Haven't uh, we had those already? Yeah, we have. We have, Scott. I was just going to... You and I, I both had a to- Yeah, I was going to tell us both into them, but I think I'll leave it. Now, let's get into a couple of listener questions, Skeeter. Yeah. Um, I'd love to pump this font up a little bit on here because my eyes are <laughs> struggling a little bit. 34 going on. Hi, Will and Skeeter. With reference to Pilates for football players oh, mentioned yeah, yeah. in the podcast last week, my Cairo told me that footy players can have too many pretty muscles and would benefit greatly from developing better core strength. Hopefully, West Coast will send boys to Alex, my wife, for help in that regard. Although I get the impression West Coast are more interested in saving money than anything else. Lee goes whack. Yeah. Oh, look. Oh, well, you know better than I this, but I think there's going to be no question that the West Coast Eagles will leave, dare I say that term, no stone unturned financially or otherwise to make sure they get to the bottom or at least find out uh, how they can improve on in so many areas of the footy club, including their footy department. So, yeah, I don't. I don't think it's a money issue. I don't, no, I don't, definitely you know, not. You can, you can whack West Coast on a few issues, but I don't think spending money is one of them, unfortunately. But um, if they would like to Plenty. make a deposit down at uh, Studio Equilibrio down in Lathlane Place, very happy to take your money, West Coast. Uh, <laughs> well, no, I just love the nepotism on this. Uh, I love it. I support it. Eagles right. believe uh, this is from B Wood. Uh, Eagles believe B Williams, J Williams. So that's Bailey Williams. Jack. Jack Williams, Jamison and Barnett are better ruck forward options than Jack Buller. Question is, are they all better than Buller? Can Jay Williams be a regular player and better than Buller? I'd love that to be answered. It's got to be difficult playing for Eagles resis at the moment as a full forward. I agree, if Buller plays well, the pressure will be massive. Surprising they didn't get Narkel for nothing in the preseason, but perhaps... 
there are issues there. Does this indicate lots of academy players to be drafted this year? So this is around Jack Buller not getting taken with that second pick of the draft. Uh, he goes on and has, you know, not the biggest game um, for... Sydney, Sydney Swans. on the weekend. Yeah, yeah no, it's, it's hard to, to try and... And I think there's, there's a good point made there. A guy like Jack Williams, uh, I think he ruptured his spleen. Yep. So he's had a long time out of footy. He is, in my opinion, going to be a pretty good player. I think there's there's a, a lot of growth left in him. So perhaps if we're trying to line up him and Buller as selections, for instance, um, yes. one's, I think, probably 19 at the moment, Williams, just as a guess, in that 18-19 bracket, um, drafted... I suspect that he's going to be as good a player as what Jack Buller is or will be. Yes. Um, you have a slightly different opinion. Or you, you think Jack Buller should be playing AFL well, football I think regularly? He should be on an AFL list. Yeah, which he is. And he's signed, and so I'm right. 100% right. My prediction about the only one, I'm, I'm 100% correct because all of those things have happened. Now, but yeah, but, can yeah. he be Buddy Franklin? No. Can Jack Williams be Buddy Franklin? Probably not. But you need. You need players that can perform at the level. So you, you, don't, you don't get to do that unless you're able to develop in the waffle, which a lot of West Coast players are not doing at no. the moment. And you don't get the chance if you're not on, on a list in the first place. So a lot of these guys, these players, they take three or four years to develop. They, you know, they, they, they take their time getting ready. You don't get to see any of this if they're not on a list and getting the chance to develop. So West Coast have got them on their list. Can they develop them? That's the question West Coast have. Absolutely. Which, which is not a good one to have, but that's true and live right now. Other questions, just in brief, I think Callum Jamison was mentioned by uh, the questionnaire yes. about playing forward. I'm not sure he's a, a natural forward. I have seen him play some good footy around the ground for, for the Eagles. They've had to play him as a ruckman. I, I still remember seeing him as a more slender. He's put on some size this year. I remember seeing him play on a wing um, you in said that, actually. 2020. And I was impressed. He did some stuff that I thought, if you give this kid enough time here, he could be something special. Like, he's 200 centimetres tall. Oh, he's an amazing athlete. athlete. You know, Blitzarves type thing. Yeah, totally. But, that's a good comparison. But... I just don't know if West Coast... I don't know if they've been able to develop him like that. I don't no. know. They've had to play him as a ruckman because yeah. they haven't had a ruckman. Yeah. Well, and to be, if we're looking at any positives for the Eagles in brief, Bailey Williams has been one of those. Yep. Uh, cast into the role of ruckman. We're not sure he's a, a bona fide ruckman, but he's doing a really good job. Can, he, can that type of season uh, translate into him... Once, hopefully, they get some, you know, the Barnetts coming through, who is a, a genuine ruckman, but still very, very raw, allow Williams to maybe assume a more forward position and take over eventually from a Jack Darling? These are questions, I, I guess, that we'll find out in the next 12 months. It'll be good to see, Skeeter. Last bit of feedback for you specifically, yeah. actually. This is from Brooksy. says, G'day, Will and Skeeter. Rules to live by. The first game of the round or Friday, pick the opposite to Skeeter and any 50-50 picks as well. Love the work, legends. Go flag, man. What's his name? Uh, Brooksy. Hey, Brooksy, you peanut. I actually picked uh, Port Adelaide to win. I got five out of six. So jam that up your jumper. I'm getting uh, I'm getting in some good form. Love your work, by the way, Brooksy. Good work, Brooksy. We love that. Get Skeeter fired up. The Shelter XBA X Factor this week, Skeeter. We can't give it to a West Coast player. We sure as shit can't give it to a Fremantle player. Who can we give it to? Can we win a narkle? He, oh. he debuts for no, his no. Up couple of goals, yeah. couple of goals. Spoke really well after the game. Yeah, so I reckon we're going to give it to Quinton. What do you reckon? Love it. And, yeah. you know, he went to Eston. Uh, knocked on the door there, gets picked up by Port. He'd be pretty happy landing at Port Adelaide, wouldn't he? Wow, he could end up, well, playing deep into yep. a, a premiership campaign. He just needs to to hold. Bear in mind, Willie Rioli was the out, which opened the door for him. But all he can do so is... So was Junior a laid out, was he? Or? Junior was an out with the flu. 
Uh, as it's listed, okay. yeah. Yep. Well, I mean, anyway, that's better Quentin than Arkell, um, yep. we'll play the cost to get it to Adelaide and uh, Absolutely. drink them, young man. Yep, schedule, we'll get it there. Don't worry. Shelter Footy Cast on socials. Follow us there. Uh, Footycast at shelterbrewing.com.au. Send us an email. So maybe just tee off at Skeeter a little bit more, fire him up. Uh, Skeet's going to work. I'm going out of bed. <laughs> See you Thursday. <laughs> Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.